Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. Alrighty, on to the next team. South Sydney. Real, real tough on this because it's not just the performance that we have to worry about. My biggest concern with South Sydney is the noise off the field this year. I can't remember a year, and Maddie, you could speak more on this. I can't remember a year where they've had this much noise on the off on the field. Like so much so that the media are looking at like dogs biting other dogs. Like that's how much noise was coming out. And you might go, well, that's stupid, but it's almost like the media only pick where there's blood. If there's blood in the water, the media go for it. Whereas if there's no blood in the water, they don't really nitpick on the little things. But there was so much blood in the water, the Rabbitohs, they were just like, it's a pile on. Let's just pile on the Rabbitohs. Um, and there was no blood the first half of the season when they were near premiership favourites. Yeah. It all came from around origin in the back end of the year when they imploded. Which is bizarre because your key player, Cody Walker, was incredible at origin. Um, but anyway... Let's look at it. So, in round 15, they were third. By round 27, they were ninth. As late as round 12, they were second. And from round 6 to 12, they basically were second or third for most of that time. Um, After all, the... So they had the buy in round 16 and they essentially jumped from third to eighth. They had a little rally, jumped back up to six and then basically fell out. They, they stayed at, they went ninth, sixth, ninth, eighth, eighth, ninth. Um, as I said, look, I'm willing to cop. Sometimes you just have bad years. It doesn't go well for you. Things don't work out, injuries, whatever. I'm willing to cop that. I mean, they, they, they missed troll for 10 weeks or whatever it was. But my concern at the moment is I don't know if that off-field stuff has been sorted yet. It doesn't feel like it is. Now, Demetrio has basically come out and said, you know, we're all good to go ahead. Today they have released 
that they have re-signed him for another three years. So I think that that's a positive in they've made a very clear message that Demetrio is the guy going forward. But I have no evidence to suggest it, but for some reason I just get the feeling that everything is still not where it should be for the Rabbitohs. Boys? Yeah, I, um, I always think back, and, you know, I'll, I'll take the piss out of Matty here a little bit, but, like, in all honesty, Magic Round, they'd won six games in a row. I remember Matty was saying, you know, who's going to beat us, who's going to beat us? And I was sitting there going, fuck, I wish this prick had shut up. They've won six in a row. They've just demolished Melbourne. They haven't had a bye yet. They've got three buys to come. Yeah, who is going to beat this side? Yeah. And then, you know, maybe from a week or two after that, it just fell into a heap. Like, There's a parallel. very few things I've ever seen before. The parallel. What was that? Two they weeks lost, after. Yes. So 36. So they beat the Tigers 20 nil. They looked pretty good. Real grindy. Lost to Para substantially 36-16, and it just went off a cliff. Unbelievable. Well, it was like that. Use countless examples over time of, you know, big off-field incidents that tear club, club seasons apart and the impact that has on the team. Mm. You know, we say it all the time, but barbecue gate, all yeah. sorts of things, jersey gate. And the Broncos last year, there wasn't a big off-field incident mm. that derailed them when they went from outside the four to outside... In, in the of. four to outside... That we, that we know of. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe there was a maybe... Could have, but there was a lot of rumblings and a lot of noise and you're like, something, something's wrong here, something stings, and they fell out. Same as the Bunnies this year. Didn't seemingly anything major but there was just so many different storylines coming out of the club and little things and and that was before they they started going downhill yeah yeah and it's like whether all of everything that's coming out of the club is true or not true it's the fact when this stuff happens it's usually because there's like two factions or three factions in a club certain people in positions of power want this direction for the club certain position people in the positions of power want that direction for the club and that's when you usually see all these like leaks like perfect example is tigers like clearly there is multiple narratives going on in that club and at the rabbitos yeah i thought they'd beaten the wayne bennett curse i really thought they'd beaten it but it does look similar to most clubs where wayne bennett leaves and they just struggle to keep it together it's almost like a power vacuum when he leaves and there's just conflicting factions that just go, nah, where where the next guy's up, we want this direction. And it just implodes. Yeah, you know, I thought it was really interesting the back end of their season. And look, you know, they obviously lost a lot of momentum, a lot of losses, but you know, they had three buys at the back end of the season. So there was three occasions throughout the back end of the season where they had two weeks to sort their shit out. Mm. Off the back of buys, they had three thirteen plus losses. Fuck. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And uh, I remember during the year we were saying so much, oh, they've had a buy. The, the Rabbitohs are going to be back when they get back. Like, when they get back, the Rabbitohs are going to be refreshed and ready to go, and it just never seemed to happen. Um, okay, players-wise, you know, Latrell Mitchell to start the year, outstanding. Gets injured, out for 10 weeks. I wouldn't say... I wouldn't say he's getting into areas of like real, real big concern about like he's pure, like so injury prone, but uh, it is starting to get a bit worrisome that he's just struggling to put together, you know, full seasons of footy Um, because the question around, there's never a question around if Latrell Mitchell wants to be the best player in the game, he can be it. He can just rock up and do it. He's truly one of the only people in the NRL that, that can have that on and off button that he can go, yep, I'm the best player in the NRL. 
but it has been a cup a, a bit of a tough run the last couple of years for Troll when it comes to soft tissue injuries or and look not through his fault like the hamstring injury was a really bad bending back then he got suspended for the head high that can happen with anyone but it's just so many unlucky things have happened and you just hope that he heads into this next year fully refreshed, has a huge off-season, comes back in the best nick he's been in in many years and just gets a full season out. Because if he gets a full season out, he'll probably win a freaking Dally M. Like, seriously. Yeah, it's just not... Last couple, three to four years just haven't lined up for him, have they? And and they said his body's probably let him down a little bit at times. But obviously no finals this year with the Bunnies. He's pulled out of the, the Australian tour, the internationals at the end of the season for whatever reason that might be. He pulled out of origin this year and made himself unavailable, I believe, because he... Oh, sorry, he was injured. He got injured. He, he, he came back in and did his calf or something. Yeah, like he came and, like, was in camp, whatever, did his calf yeah. and was meant to be a one-week injury. It ended up being six, seven, eight weeks, whatever it was. It was all a bit weird. Uh, played a few games of finals last year. Last year's origin, he pulled himself out of that to focus on the bunnies. Fair. Uh, the season before that in finals, I believe he was suspended through the final series. And mm. it's just, you're waiting for it to be Latrell's season where just he's the man and all these stars align for him. But as every season goes on, it's just not happening. And and we're not outside of like a few finals games last year. We haven't seen Latrell Mitchell in big games for a number of years now. Mm. And yeah. it's frustrating because you want to, because you know every time he gets to him, he steps up. But yeah, yeah. I just think back to that 2021 Origin Series and just mm. go, like, that's the troll we know. Like, mm. just an absolute monster. And that was the, the last time in big games. Yeah, and, and, and it's not even saying because he's got but there he, and it hasn't happened. He hasn't been getting to them. Yeah. I mean, he had a couple last year and he played really well, I think, against the Roosters in the finals. Mm. And then against Penrith, he got absolutely, I think he was concussed from Leota. Mm. It shocked me. Leota fucking <laughs> folded someone. And I think, I, I personally think he was concussed for the rest of the game. But yeah, you're right. Outside of that, he really has, hasn't been able to just get on the field for those big games. What do you got there, Maddie? So, Latrell has played four years at the Roosters. Oh, Mike's fucking up. Latrell's played four years at the Roosters, four years at South. So, equal amount of years. 96 games for the Roosters, 64 for South. So, obviously, a lot less. But what gives, what should give South fans hope, if he can pull together a full season for South, he's only played 14, 17, 17, and 16 games. He won two comps with the Roosters. His winning percentage was 59%. But at South, it's 70%. So when he gets on the field, they seem, they seem to win. Obviously, that Roosters is a little skewed from that first year where they didn't win many games. But still, if he can just manage to stay on the field, which, again, we say it like Tommy, where we're just praying that it happens. But, yeah, he's going to cause a lot of damage if he can stay on that Mate, field if for he, a year. If he comes back in the best physical shape that he can come back in, you know, real fit, he'll win a Dalian. Like, I, I genuinely believe that. If he plays a full season, fully fit, he'll win a Dallium at fullback. Yeah, and the, the concerning is, he, like, he played, he was out for that big stretch, but he, he played round 22 to round 25, four games on the trot. They had the bye round 26, he was out round 27. Suspension? Miss you on that one? Yeah. Suspension. And he came back and he looked good. Like, he looked fit enough, yeah. his involvements were good. The other uh, one in this is, and we, we chatted about, I think Maddie may have mentioned it a few times, but just that travel they did in the back end of the year. Mm. You know, they dropped off significantly, but they went to, from round 21, went to the Sunshine Coast, Tamworth, Perth, Cairns, Newcastle, by, and then back to Sydney to face the Roosters. It's a lot of travel. And yeah. They won two of those 
six games. Mm. And the Chilies did so well that no one cared <laughs> by the time it came around, realistically. Yeah. So I, I hope he does. I hope he has a massive off-season because I, I just want to see him kill it. I really do. Um, now, a really key question from this season for the Rabbitohs, and it is also a question for next season, but Hawkins killed it. Like, in, like as in, I didn't watch the season, but when you look at the – I did watch, obviously, the New South Wales Cup final and the State Cup. And so although Lockie Ilias, I think heading into this year, it was almost – Certainly, this is our seven for the next 10 years. Even though I still think that it is his seven jersey and he should get the first crack at it heading into next year, I do think the season that Hawkins has had, again, I didn't watch the whole season, but the fact that he won Player of the Year, the fact that he won the New South Wales Cup and the State Cup, it has to be like, well, if he's doing this in reserve grade, surely it's putting pressure on Lockie Ilias in that seven jersey. Yeah, he's interesting on Hawkins. Um, if I'm completely honest, I wouldn't have expected him to win that award at the start of the year. Oh, agreed. Agreed. I, um, yeah, he's a good player, but I didn't ex- I, I didn't think he'd have that in him. So, well, look, look, put it this way. I think Lockie Ilias, it seems like he's the better player. Like, he's individually a better player. But it's very hard to ignore the winning of a state championship, <coughs> sure. you know? Yeah, and MVP of the season. Yeah. Very like, hard to ignore it, for sure. Uh, Hawkins, local junior as well, Matraville Tiger. So, South Sydney love their local juniors. So. Well, do they? Do they? <laughs> Got him. Oh, I just had to say it, sorry. Oh, I enjoyed that. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, speaking of another local junior. Oh, sorry, do you want to keep going with Ilias? It's interesting, isn't it? I. Well, where, where do you sit? Do you think there's pressure that wasn't there last year? Yeah, I think there is. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I do still think Ilias is the better player. Oh, mate, 100%. Like, I believe as well Ilias is the better player, and I believe that's just a down yeah. year. And I know it's a joke, but you do need to be patient. He's a young half. But I do just think that if he, if he comes into this year with the same form, there's a very real possibility by around 10, 11 or 12, you could see Hawkins be getting opportunities sure. to interesting, come for it. Interesting one with him is, but no Blake Taft this year. So if Latrell is to go down again, we just spoke about missing games in, in recent years. He was uh, just going to be stats from the season, 77% goal kicker. So there's no Taft to come in for Latrell at fullback. They'd need a goal kicker who, like, that's a big factor. Yeah, massive, massive. I don't know if there's anyone else in the bunny side to kick goals. Well, I, I thought you were going to say who's going to be the fullback, and I was like, mate, Tyron Munro fucking excites the shit out of me. But goal kicking, you're right. Who is the goal kicker if he's gone? Is it, does Lockie Ilias goal kick? Tyron's <laughs> done a bit of goal kicking. Cook, cookies, cookies seven from eight in his career. No, Cookie. Cookie's on top. <laughs> Cookie. <laughs> the Bunnies, New South Wales Cup side, won their last, like, 11 in a row going into finals this year. Wow. They lost one game from round 13 onwards. Far out. And they lost two games from round 10 onwards. Far out. Hawkins hardly lost with him because he also missed the first two games here. Wow. Isn't that crazy? How Has he been goal-kicking in reserve grade, Hawkins? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Hawkins, Hawkins definitely kicks, and Ilias did kick in round twenty-seven when yeah, Taft went uh, off. Hawkins is, that, is that actually a good story. You can probably talk about it more, Maddie. But like when he was a kid, he used to like do like YouTube videos of himself doing like no footy way. tricks in the backyard. That's mad. That's what was it mad. called? Like, like I think it was called like Footy Dean or something. Footy Dean. Footy that was Dean. it. Yeah, I thought yeah, it was yeah. called Hot Boy Hawkins. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't called that. It's like an eight-year-old like going up to the camera and then like kicking into a bin and yeah, that's mad. sick. So yeah, it's going to be an interesting fight. Um, yeah, uh, let's speak about some positive. A huge win for the club. 
huge win is Tyrone Monroe. Yeah. He is going to be special. Mm. He really is. And it's what is so unique about a guy like him is, geez, he has his head screwed on correctly when it comes to like big plays. Like, how many times do we see, even in first grade, where most young guys with the talent that he has goes for the big play immediately? Goes, I'm going for the chip, I'm going for the offload, because I've done it my whole life. The amount of times he just said, no, tuck my ball under, get tackled, we'll go again. He's special. He's special. I cannot wait to see him. He's 18 years old. Yeah, there is something special about time under. And you know what, Timmy, to be honest with you, I agree with you. It's a huge positive when he does this moment. It's just from watching him growing up. <laughs> I'd almost love to see him back himself a little oh, bit. Oh, really? Because he's, he is that good. Matty, you would have seen a bit of him in cup and stuff, oh, haven't you? Yeah. Like He just destroys it. Yeah, He is just an unbelievable talent, time under. And like they are, you know, everyone, you know, not everyone, but there's, you know, occasionally you get players to get the next GI sort of thing. Yeah. Ty's had this for the last four years. Yeah, we are. Like he is so talented. It's crazy. And, you know, he came into this side when they weren't going too good, still scored three tries in three games. Um, you know, and people are saying the New South Wales Cup grand final, you know, he scored the winner there. All he had to do was put the ball down. <clears throat> what you'll start to notice with Ty is that he just happens to always be in the right spot. Yeah. He's just one of those guys that big moments happen. A bit, a bit like Selwyn Cobo to a degree. Yes. Um, I'd love to see them beside each other who's bigger. Probably Selwyn a little bit bigger. Yeah, Selwyn at the moment. But, mate, you, like, I, similar to G.I. Latrell, yeah. when they first come in, then you look at them 10 minutes later and you go, oh, my God, they're so skinny then. Mate. Like, there's nothing too tight at the moment. When Greg Inglis came to South Sydney, I was like, what the hell? He just went, like, massive mm. so quickly. Um, it's not like Tyrone Munro has been playing reserve grade for ages. He's played, like, 10 or 12 yeah. games yeah. against men. And he's he's scored, I think he's scored 10 in all his adult games. He scored 10 from 10 tries. Bro, I watched him in January play SG ball. Reminds me of like a young... insane. Reminds me of a young beak flying down the wing. <laughs> Very similar body shapes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and credit to the Bunnies for... You know, it was a bit frustrating. We all wanted to see him in that back end of the year, but they've been very patient with him and could have played him and they held off and held off. And, I mean, from a, from a top-grade perspective, it obviously didn't pan out well for them, but for his development... They didn't throw him in as a yeah. small little 18-year-old and get him wrecked and beaten up. I think they were trying to get him going to New South Wales Cup, money. Yeah, didn't qualify. Um, Back it. Ironic, yeah. it sounds really negative when we're talking about the Raid Rabbitohs because, you know, I think it's because of the off-field stuff. Because when I look at this top 30 squad, it's bloody great. Like, And I'm not even talking about the mainstays of your Cook, your Walkers, your Trells. Guys like Talis Duncan. Yeah. Even guys like Ben Lovett. Shaq Mitchell, he was outstanding in the New South he's Wales Cup final. Yeah. And he's been great this year. Um, Davey Moali, you know, he's going to hit his strap soon. Uh, Cam Murray, obviously. Like, there's so much. Isaiah Tass, then they've got Jackie Whiten coming next year. Condolences. <laughs> um, Isaac Thompson didn't play that much rugby league this year. Tavita Totola is only 26 years old. Like, there's a lot to love about this squad. If they sort out off-field stuff... In my mind, this, they're definitely a premiership threat this year, next year. I think it'll be a very big year in the career of Campbell Graham and Colin Montungi, who, honestly, after eight rounds, I would have said they're both destined to play for New South Wales this year. Uh, and then we got sort of two origin. You know, you, you look at Campbell Graham. He scored 16 tries this year. I think he scored two in his last nine. Yeah. So the way that he started was, I was saying to Matty on the way in, like, talking about our team of the week and whatnot, like, I would have put my house on Campbell Graham was going to be the centre of the year. Oh, He would mate. have been one at about round 15, wouldn't yep. he? He was, he was one of the best players in the comp, regardless yep. of position. As would Cody Walker. He would have been right up there as well. So uh, a lot to take from this season about how it you know started and how it ended up playing out for them. 
I think Campbell Graham deserves a massive rap though for playing the whole year with a fucking yeah, broken yeah, sternum. Yep. Oh my god, like that is unheard of toughness. <clears throat> a broken sternum, like the the worst spot to have because it's right in the middle of your freaking chest. Yeah, um, and he played the whole. I, year. I respect guys so much for playing like like that through injuries, but. Fuck, I wish they'd send us a little memo and let us know during the year. Yeah, so we yeah, know so why So we just appreciate, like... If I had to be I mean? super harsh, though, that's where I go... I go to the coaching staff, pull him out. Mm. I just say, mate, you're having a month off footy and get him right for the end of the season. I know I'm a shocker for this, but I've never heard a more super great slanted line from anyone in my <laughs> life. Yes. G- G- Guru bought him with nine game, nine, about nine games to go when he scored those two tries and he's just like... If we knew he was injured, I wouldn't have bought him. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have carried him. Like that's it when I did buy him. I think the one they will miss is Harm Saleh. He has been tremendous for them when he's been on the field. And I think that they'll realise how much they're going to miss Harm Saleh when they have one or two injuries. Okay, a key for them as well for this year, Cam Murray, as much of a break as possible. Because the amount of work this bloke gets through, you know, Origin as well, I, I do think that at times he needs more help on the field. At times it does look like he's the only one that is just playing like it's the last game of his life. And I can I get worried with Cam because he is truly one of the toughest players, in my opinion, we've seen of the modern era. One of the best 13s in the game. I get worried that if he keeps ha- if he keeps having to do this for another four or five years, where's his body going to be at like by that by the end of it? Um, I think he needs help. I really do through the middle there. He averaged the most minutes of his career this year. And then with 68 minutes, but there was a couple of injury impacted games as well, which brought that down. So like he played 80 minutes in three of the last five games of the year, every game to end the season, last five, six, seven games, 65 minutes plus. And as you said, with Cam Murray, it's not just a bloke notching a few minutes and, and being out for extended time. Every minute he's out there, he's busting his ass. Yeah. Like you mentioned before, how you have ball playing locks so you can get through some extra minutes because they are distributing and taking the workload off. He just goes and goes and goes, and you're right. Like he needs he needs help there. He needs massive help, and and he's not just going to play. He's going to play Origin for the next ten years, or at least the next eight years. He's going to play for Australia. Uh, they've got to manage it. They've got to manage it. I was talking to someone at South a few weeks ago who, uh, after the Roosters lost and after this season finished. Um, he was with the team uh, during the week after that. They had like a ch- charity thing or something. And he said that, you know, all the. I said, oh, what was the mood? He goes, oh, pretty disappointed. Not much was said. Everyone was pretty down. I went, yeah, yeah, right. And then I saw him about three weeks later and he goes, mate, Campbell, I guess, Cam Murray still fucking got the shits. Everyone <laughs> else has dealt with it, but he is just beside himself yeah. with how it's played out. Of course, out. of course yeah. he is. He's the best. He is so good. I fucking love him. I love him. Um, yeah, look, as I said, big concerns around the off-field stuff. But this roster, this playing roster, guys like Talis Duncan, Cody Walker, Latrell Mitchell, Cam Murray, I mean, Tyrone Munro, David Mowali, like, Totola. We haven't even spoken about Burgess yet. Is Talis Duncan the answer to the question you just asked about giving Cam Murray a bit of help? For sure. He's a very good chance to be. For sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So who else could be a huge part of the answer? I think he needs to get more footballers severely. Yeah. Yeah. He's a gun. So disappointing year for the Rabbitohs, but... The good thing is, is that I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The fix is obvious, but I don't know how easy that fix is going to be because it's the awkward stuff. 